So y'all ready to get started? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Yep. Yes, Here sir. We go. Uh, okay. I do apologize. This I promise this isn't a planned bit. Uh, I just need to do this before we actually get started. Um, because <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I just realized that like, if I do that in the middle of a very intense fight scene, it's going to be extremely awkward. And like, everyone's going to be like, <laughs> really? I'm going to be like, I got thirsty. I don't know what you want from me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've, I, I have a feeling we're all going to need a drink tonight because things are getting a little intense here at Myth Takes HQ. Uh, I am Colin Parker. I am the Keeper and uh, Hank and a bunch of the NPCs here in this arc. Um, and uh, joining me, uh, as always, for this arc, let's see. I never introduced Graham first, uh, so I'm going to introduce Graham first. Hey, Graham. Hey, Colin. How's it going? Well, you know, as best as what? any of us can. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am having, well, I'm being a good little uh, Baltimore boy, and I'm having a Natty bow. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I see you. Uh, now, Graham, uh, I yes. would like you to select who you say hello to. Uh, hey, Caitlin. Uh, uh, what's going on with you? Oh, hey, Graham. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing some, some podcasting here right now. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Ask again later. No, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I play Doreen. That's what you wanted to know. Mm. Yes. Very interesting. Who do, you play? do you play? Uh, oh, sorry. I'm, uh, I'm also Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw it over to Morgan. Hello. I'm Morgan and I play Allie. Yay. 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 <laughs> hey, what Lindsay, drinking? what's oh. up? Oh, I'm drinking wine. Hey, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Hey, Morgan. Not much. I'm Lindsay. I played Noctis, and I am drinking a margarita. Oh, you very are lucky. Good. That sounds yeah. delicious. <laughs> it's um, very good. Graham, I, I realized, I feel like we, maybe we did this off air. Graham, are you drinking anything right now? Oh, I'm drinking the best drink of the world. I'm drinking water, man. Oh. I'm staying hydrated. Oh, Graham, All right. cheers. <laughs> oh, cheers, both Graham. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm, fine. The adults will have fun over here. Right? I'm just about out of wine, actually. So hey, I'm. Uh... There's nothing more adult than staying hydrated. No, you're right. Yeah, and that's actually why, on the other side of me, I have this glass of water in a uh -huh. Chapala's restaurant uh, glass that I got when playing one of the many gigs I've played at a Mexican restaurant that, for whatever reason, has a lot of punk shows in the back of it. Um, and good fried ice cream. Oh my, oh my god. god. Dude, you just made me so hungry, and I'm very mad about that. Um, but yeah, now we all want fried ice cream. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, right. well, it's Cinco de Mayo, guys, and Revenge of the Sith. Yes, so. it is. Um, see, I always like that because I feel like Revenge of the Sith can fit both in on the fifth and the sixth. Yeah. So it's yep. kind of like the Sith. The okay, the Sith get two holidays. Anyway, <laughs> we're here to be both nerdy and. Drinking, I don't dirty. know. I couldn't oh. think of anything. Yeah, dirty. Oh, that's a, that was better. <laughs> Damn it. Um, well, that's been our intro. We hope you enjoyed it. Please leave a five-star <laughs> review on iTunes.
There's something why does be sure it to tell feel like the longer I'm in quarantine, the worst I get at the intro part of podcasts. Also, oh, yeah. the sign We're off start part. The social you know what the thing is? Is I think it all depends on whatever energy you're bringing into it. Because like, sorry, that sounds like I'm doing a call. I promise I'm not. What I'm saying is, is that when you're in quarantine, I feel like more than ever, you kind of have to have a gimmick in a way when you start your little, your, your show off. Um, because the best intro I've had basically all quarantine was right after I had a Buffalo chicken sandwich the other day <laughs> and I just sort of went fucking crazy. I was like, I've got Buffalo chicken energy. Let's go. Um, and yeah, it, I'm bringing it was a awkward good energy. as my quarantine energy. So it's fine. I apologize <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> it's okay. I also think that we're all just a little nervous because, uh, while some of us are drinking cocktails, there's a different type of cocktail that's involved right now, uh, and that's a Molotov cocktail, and it just came crashing through the window. Delicious. So, yeah, delicious. Delicious chaos. Uh, so uh, here's a question for all of you. What do you do? Fuck. Who is the closest to the window? I don't know if that's an option, Morgan. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, who's the closest to the window? That's actually a good question. Uh, from where all of you were standing, um, the people closest to that particular window would be Taylor, uh, Doreen, oh, Noctis, shit. and Allie. Lucy would then be, uh, a little bit further away, then Hank, and then Jane. Wait, do oh, we, wait. what damage should we take for this? Because it just uh, well, explodes when it hits. There's not like it does. time uh, to I, deal with I that. I think that part of your damage is going to definitely be dependent on how fast you move and where you move to. Um, Wait, they're, they're all on one side of the building, right? Yeah, because I was next to the door. So if the door is next to the window. Mm -hmm. It is. And everyone uh, was The only problem right is, is that you all blocked yeah. off the other exit. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's we like block it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Guys, oh man, guys, <laughs> what do we do? Huh. Uh, well, Noctis, uh, can I roll to act under pressure? Go for it. Love those All rolls. Right. Uh, I got an 11. So um, I don't have any cool, so it stays an 11. Yep. Uh, Noctis is going to run and kick a hole in the opposite wall. Nice. Okay, go for it. Um, let's see. I I think that that works. Um, roll another 2d12 so that we can determine how big a hole you're going to punch here. Uh, 10. And do I add anything to that? No, or? I think that's probably so just, just like a general. general. Okay. I, say, I would say that 10 is obviously pretty good. I would say it's not going to like blast a hole that's big enough for all of y'all to get through like immediately I would say it's like mm -hmm. two people tight one person confidently but like without having to duck and weave or you know really uh, what's the word for it? you know like you're not gonna have to like crawl through anything or like, right. it's not gonna be difficult to get out um, so if you move in a orderly fashion um, the exit is both at the front which is on fire or I guess technically that's the back <laughs> and now in the front uh, which is slightly on fire 
Oh, gotcha. So when they threw it, it um, instantly exploded and it like didn't explode into the room. It just kind of set the whole window and door and stuff on fire. Um, sort of. So uh, basically, I mean, again, part of this is all about how fast y'all are going to move. And I realized that in real life, a Molotov cocktail is pretty immediate and widespread. Um, the way I sort of see this going in this reaction is, you know, we sort of all have reaction times, essentially. And as that thing is sort of sailing through the air and like the second that it lands, I think we see the flame start to spread. Mm -hmm. um, but it, nothing is necessarily uh, like the entire house is not ablaze, but the fire is certainly kind of growing and is present. Um, but they're not like huge flames just yet. Like I would say within five, ten seconds, you're going to be in trouble. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, exactly. Again, I realize that that's not exactly how real life works, but, you know, it is a fiction podcast. So I think we can sort of, and also the, most of us are monsters. So I, or not monsters, but creatures, <laughs> you know. So I think we can kind of suspend belief of how flame works a little bit just to sort of have a more interesting narrative here. So there's now a hole uh, in that wall. Um, some of you are further away from it. Uh, a couple of us are now much closer. Uh, so uh, now think, that we know what Noctis does, what do the rest of you do? I think Doreen's going to just grab Taylor's hand and start running towards the hole and yell, in the hole! <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I I think that based on the, the two different roles that we have from earlier, I don't think... I think that like we've kind of had someone take the lead here a little bit enough to know that that probably works out fine without you having to roll. Um, what about Allie and Lucy? I'm going for the hole also. Get get me the fuck out of here. Lucy sighs annoying, uh, annoyingly or annoyed. She is very annoyed. <laughs> she has the annoyed adjective mm -hmm. uh and she goes over and grabs what larry and how many of the other forest fighter there's two other people oh that's nice so there's three people well she can't carry all three <laughs> she can probably bury like just drag larry you know um, it's, it's more aesthetic if she just kind of pouts and like grabs him by the collar and just kind of drags him out of the building all right graham uh i'm going to need you to roll to protect someone that's Never would have thought tough. I'd be doing it like this. Okay. Oh, plus tough? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then hopefully this won't go terrible. God, I'm protecting Larry. Okay. <laughs> so I, I rolled a nine. That's a 12. Okay. So. Um, so I'll let you pick between uh, two of these because two of these don't make sense in this particular uh, sense. Okay. So you can either have all impending da uh, danger now focused on you, or you will suffer one less harm uh, at the end of this little move here. Hmm. <laughs> I can't inflict harm on the fire. <laughs> no, that's that's sort of why I was like, uh, I mean, that yeah. one's not going to make any sense. So. No. Yeah, you're right. Um, I don't care about Larry that much. I'll, I'm going to suffer a little less harm. <laughs> sure. Um, and, uh, Noctis, I mean, obviously you knocked uh, a hole in the wall. I'm assuming that you also left through that same hole, correct? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I gestured to people to like follow me through yes. the holes. Okay. I wasn't I sure if that was like a, you punch it and then you're like, go, 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 go. Or if you're like, hey, y'all, let's go. Um, or just like, oh, yeah. Like <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm imagining. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Noctis knows who the Kool-Aid man is. But. <laughs> that's a good question. Um, we, we have had to have a lot of different questions about, you know, the different pop culture references and knowledge that Noctis uh, has. Um, we'll have to get to the bottom of that when we're not essentially all on fire. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've read a bunch of books, but I don't think they've seen many commercials. So Sure. Um, so let's see. So the people furthest uh, from the wall there. Uh, so uh, let me figure that out real quick. Um, so Noctis, you and uh, Allie... And Doreen, you all take two damage. Um, two harm, rather. Okay. Uh, and that is going to ignore armor because I, I think that fire is a little different than, like, you know, a stab wound. Does that ignore okay. because mine isn't armor, it's immortal. It says um, when you suffer harm, you suffer one less because you do not age or sicken. I feel like if it was holy fire or something, maybe. All right. I was well, going to say, because mine is similarly not about, like, protective armor. Mm, it's that's that fair. my body is much harder to hurt. Okay. Right. Then for, for you plus two, three. Yes. For, for you two, yeah. you can take one less harm. So okay. one damage okay. instead of two. Uh, Lucy, you were going to take three, but you do have, you did choose suffer less harm. Uh, so you will take uh, two harm. <laughs> Um, and I think that part of your thing is also a little bit of divine armor in a way, right? Uh, what is, what is your... I have to check that. I feel like you have a thing for that. But tell me what that I... sounds like, because depending oh, on what it, it is, is. It is holy armor. It just says divine armor, one uh, armor, yeah. holy. It's armor, armor. So, yeah, no, sorry, buddy. Yeah. That's too, too flame. Yeah. Um, and, uh, okay, so you all are out in the grass uh, and Hank is the last one out um, and uh, you are now standing in a way where you have vehicles in front of you and uh, none of them are on obviously and you have a house on fire and you can hear people approaching very quickly from either side what do you do now I think Doreen, um, she uh, checks to see if she has her keys on her side to see if she has any keys to the car. Should I roll for that? Or can I say I have keys to a car? Um, hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I act under pressure for me. Okay. I only got a three. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, uh, Pat... You, well, tell me, tell me what this looks like when you realize that you do not have your keys on you. Um, Paint me this picture. Okay, so now she knows she doesn't have her keys at all, so we can't even get in her car to leave here. Um, so she pats down her side, and she's frantic, and she doesn't even think about that there's possibly someone around um, watching them or waiting for them, trying to flush them out. So I think she's more focused on the keys aspects that she lost them. Okay. Um, 
and I will uh, resolve that in just a moment. Uh, what are the moves of everyone else? Can I retcon and say that I grabbed a shotgun from one of the felled people before I ran out of the house? Um, if you roll to act under pressure, then yes. Okay, hold on. Well, that was a five, so never mind. It's a, uh, now, I, actually, hang I on. Do that. Now I think about it. <laughs> hang on, before before we actually say that, and be honest with me. <clears throat> mm-hmm. At one point, when people were say, coming, I she had a gun. say when people were coming in through the door, did you not at one point take the gun out of someone's hand? I can't remember. That's why I was trying to retcon it because I honestly was sitting here thinking if that happened or not last time, and so then I was like, "Well, I could always just take one right now." So I have no fucking idea what happened. I think you so, did. Yeah. That was that you were yeah, Caitlin. I, think, I, think I honestly uh, don't recall. No, I hit someone with their gun, and okay. then and then I think That's she right. took that gun afterwards. All right. Well, it sounds like at least two people are saying that you did. So I will allow. I mean, look, we'll obviously be able to check the tapes at some point. <laughs> and if and if it turns out that you know you just magically got a gun, well, then that's a continuity error. We're gonna and have to re-record the entire arc. Yeah. No, some some <laughs> some internet troll on YouTube is gonna do an entire five-hour you know monologue about you know why myth takes you know. Jump the shark because it, you know, forgot about a shotgun. Continues Free press, baby. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know what? That just means that we've made it. You know. Um, so yeah. All right. So you have a shotgun. We're we're gonna allow that. Okay, great. So I'm gonna take a defensive stance and just wait until I can, you know, like a don't shoot till you see the whites of their eyes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to just wait until I can actually see somebody before I start shooting. But like I'm. Like, like if it was D&D, I would be readying an action right now. Sure. Um, yeah, so do, can we hear, are they coming around either side of the house? Yes. So they are, basically, they have uh, spread out because they're essentially making sure that if, you know, they can tell that you're certainly not going to come out through the front. Uh, or, well, this, see, this is where it's confusing. You did just come out of the front. The back is where they threw that, right. but that was mm-hmm. sort of the new front. So I've got to rethink all this. So they know you're not going to go through the fi- the fire side. I'll say I'll say that, right? So they know you're not going to go out through the flames, so they're sort of spreading out to make sure that they're covering any other possible point of, of exit. Um, and you can hear them approaching very quickly, like they are just mere steps away from the, the corners of the house here. Okay, so Noctis goes and guards the opposite side of the house that Allie is guarding so like the people standing between us and Allie readying towards one side of them coming around the house and and Noctis readying towards the other side of the house Noctis still has their cast iron skillet I forgot that you had it that's 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 good I like that okay um <laughs> Lucy uh I would like to read a bad situation okay because that sounds very applicable for right now. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> All right. So that's okay. I got a ten. Oh, ten. Yes. Okay. <laughs> nine's uh, the nine's the. Oh, never mind. Oh no, it's whole three. Yes. Oh. So you get to ask three of these questions. Well, what's my best way out? <laughs> um. At this point, your best way out is to fight your way out. Okay. Um, uh, like, I know that sounds almost like an easy answer, but like, 
this this broke bad very quickly uh and with only one vehicle in order to move people um you know and even though you could teleport a couple people away that's just gonna yeah, leave I'm... the rest of them kind of in the lurch so i know my best way out but that, that's true <laughs> your best way out is teleporting but the best yeah. way out for the party is to fight their way out okay um are there any dangers we haven't noticed yes uh we'll we'll get to that one uh in a sec i'm gonna give you part of that uh after i find out what your third question is okay i don't care about protecting the victims they're already safe what's most vulnerable to me it's a good question (laughs) what's most vulnerable to you is the following and i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you this all in order uh, I know it's going to sound weird, but I'm going to tell you exactly how literally every player on the field breaks down as most vulnerable to you. Jane, Allie, Noctis, what's his name? Taylor, sorry. Uh, Taylor, Doreen, Hank, uh, Brandon. Uh, Hank, and, Hank and Brandon are at the bottom, I'm sorry. In between them and the rest would be would be the other forest. And that's, that's in order of most vulnerable to least vulnerable. And I'm giving you all of this information because, well, it's a big battlefield and you've got a sword <laughs> uh, and swinging it can get dangerous. Yes. Okay, so that was most. Who, what's most vulnerable to me mm-hmm. from least to greatest? Nope, okay. to, to, to most vulnerable to least vulnerable. Oh, okay, most, I, I, gotcha. I, I'm... I was trying to say the same thing, but it came out right. wrong. No, no, I I, I I, kind of knew what you were saying, but I just wanted to double check, yeah. you know, because the last thing we want is for then you to go, okay, cool, I'm going to do this, and then I go, uh, wait, hang on, that's the opposite. Well, he's, yeah, you said Brandon's super vulnerable, so I'll just cut his throat. I mean, well, okay. Um, so are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Uh, yes, there is. So... Here's uh, what happens next as far as sort of the 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 people sort of making moves. Uh, th- from either side of the house comes an outpouring of people. Um, there are multiple assailants rounding uh, both corners, and all of which have differing weapons, whether it's uh, like a, a machete, like some sort of melee weapon, or a few of them with guns. Uh, and then there is Zeke, who has a very hefty crossbow, uh, kind of like thing. And uh, not crossbow, I'm sorry, like a composite bow. Sorry. Mm. Um, and, uh, and then Brandon has not quite resurfaced just yet. Um, and that is when you notice something else. Um, over by one of the cars... Uh, you see, like for the first time, I guess, like because sort of as the flames kind of grow higher, where there was a shadow, you see Jane and <gasps> Hank both struggling, grappling with each other. Come on. <laughs> Neither one seems to have the upper hand. Who, who has the upper hand? Neither. It's just sort of back oh. and forth. They're both just sort of grabbing at each other, trying to sort of keep each other at arm's reach in a way. Oh, jeez. Fighting over that last sandwich. Mm. 
Exactly. It did sound no, good. No, that's not it at all. Um, and, and so that's where it you are. It shall be mine. That's where you are at right now. So how much of that information do you reveal to us, Lucy? Uh, see, it's like I had, yeah. Lucy's not good with the verbal vomit. She's probably, she's probably like left flank, right flank, and then dashes over to try to help Hank. Okay. That's probably what she would do. And with that, the only way that people attack in Monster of the Week is they get essentially a chance to attack back whenever you attack someone. Um, so there are no, like, minion moves here other than just sort of the approach. They are now, like, on the battlefield with you. How many are there? Um, yeah, there's, there there's... are uh, eight in total, um, four on either side, and, uh, like I said, kind of all with differing weapons, and, again, Brandon is not there. Yeah, if I'm correct, there are no, like, turns... It's just if I choose to kick some ass, correct? They attack me. Back. I just, I just, tr- I mean, I think the the best way to sort of do these things, right, is like we let people sort of go in whatever order they want, but we try mm. to let everyone get a move in before we have like a repeat move, okay. unless yeah. there's like someone who has two very clear, like hypothetically, if two people jumped one of you at the same time, right? Like, you could probably do two separate movements back-to-back because Mm -hmm. it wouldn't make sense to attack one person and go, hang on a second, I'm waiting to see what the others do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, it's about being natural, but also trying to make sure that everyone gets equal playtime. But it's, like, not like in D&D where it's, like... Yeah, there's no... I don't know, all the the enemies... Yeah, there's no rolling for initiative or anything like that. Yeah. Well, I'm ready to kick some ass. Yes, next... Yes, sir. Um, okay, so uh, I I heard Allie, and then I heard Noctis. So, um, Allie, uh, what do you do? Who are you going for? Well, I don't know what side either of you have taken. Um, uh, Noctis will just say takes the left corner all okay. the house. The right corner of the house, then, and I'm going to try to shoot people. <laughs> okay. Although you can only <laughs> aim at one person at a time, so there you go. Um, and that was an eight. Okay. Um, you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. And um, so the shotgun is three harm close messy. Okay. Mm. Uh, so uh, paint us a picture of someone running up to you um, and, you know, like with, with their weapon drawn as well. Uh, and tell me how this exchange of blows goes down. So the way I imagine it is that maybe she would shoot someone but not notice somebody else coming up so that it's not, mm. you know, the same person right. that she shot that comes in and gets gets her. Um, so maybe she's able to land a shot on somebody um, but then doesn't notice someone else coming up from the other side. Sure. I mean, narratively, that makes a lot weapon. of sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you do three damage uh, to, to one party. And let's see, I have to real quick read on the guns. Uh, and you take uh, two harm, which I believe is just one with your armor or your, your bodily right. protection. I for- keep forgetting what it's called for you. But it's like, hey, you're not a human. You're harder to take down. Immortal. Yes, That's immortal. That's it. Uh, so, yeah, so it looks like you take one harm. Um and so then Noctis. 
Okay, so I'm gonna roll. Oh, there's only an eight. That's not great. Uh, but I have plus three tough. So oh, I am. Yeah, <laughs> I'm maxed out on tough. So um, with an 11, I'm going to try and swing the cast iron skillet in my left hand at one of the people approaching from around the left corner. And with my red right hand, which I'm charging up, grab the throat of the person uh, coming, the you know, on my right coming around the corner uh, and try and knock one out and burn slash strangle the other one. Okay. Um, I think that that sort of sounds in a way like doing inflicting terrible harm. Um, and so what we'll do is how much does the frying pans do that? Did we say we didn't come up with like a, it's weapon modifier. Cause I just grabbed. Oh, that's right. Cause no. it, it was like a, it was like a, what is it called? A found like, right. Improvised, improvised, improvised yes. weapon. Um, we'll yeah. call that one two harm. Um, and how much does the hand do? The hand does three damage. It's um, magic injury and it's hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat range. Okay, uh, so which of those two attacks would you rather have um, inflict a, a, a bit more harm? Because uh, I think the red right hand probably inflicts more harm than the okay. cast iron skillet. Sure, uh, so the cast iron skillet definitely... Uh, yeah, okay. So paint me this picture and tell me sort of what the resulting, um, sort of what, what this fight looks like for you. Okay, so they run at the people coming around the corner, and of the first two, they s reach out and grab the throat of the one closer to the house and sort of, uh, burn, you know, the magic surges mm -hmm. through their hand kind of into the person while they kind of swing the cast iron skillet with their left hand to sort of keep the other person off of them. So the the one that you are using your hand on, um, since they take four damage, they are certainly, um, in D&D &D terms, they are bloodied. They are unstable in our terms. Um, they are not doing well. Um, they definitely crumple to the floor. Uh, the one that you hit with the pan uh, is still able to stand... Um, and they attack back, but let's see. Okay, well, the weapon that I have for this one only does one damage, which I'm pretty sure is just negated by your natural body armor. So yeah, that is just sort of like a, they strike back and like it's like a, okay, that's inconvenient, but it didn't like hurt, hurt. Um, okay, what about Doreen? Doreen, you yes. rolled a three earlier, so you caused uh, attention to yourself. Um, so we're going to deal with that one first, and then we'll let you do your move. Okay. Um, you uh, attract you attract the attention of Zeke. Ah, balls. Um, Zeke, I think, definitely kind of comes after you first uh, because of, of all of this. Uh, and Zeke fires off a in an arrow and you suffer one harm darn um uh from from that uh it doesn't like lodge itself in you but it definitely he barely misses and it definitely you know gives you a little cut uh and before your move after he 
he does this after the shot because, you know, otherwise he doesn't have a surprise, <laughs> right? He says, I don't get it. What are you getting out of this? So he says that, and um, she says, getting away from you. And then she pulls out her machete, and uh, she goes to attack Zeke. All right, Rhoda kicks some ass. Also, she has Taylor by her side, of course. Don't of course. Forget. Don't forget Aww, that. <laughs> A couple that kicks some ass together stays together. All or right. suffers harm together. Well, we'll, we'll see on that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I rolled an eight. Oh, no, hold on. Nine. Nine. I rolled a nine. Nine. Okay. Uh, so just like earlier, so you will uh, suffer some harm and uh, they will suffer harm. Uh, your knife does how much damage? One or two? One. Okay. So uh, so paint me this picture. What does this exchange of blows looks like? Look like? Uh, I think uh, he goes for Doreen and obviously first, and then she comes at him full force and tries to, um, let's see, so he has something in his hand, tries to disarm him, like, completely take off his hand. Oh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. So you got a nine. I'm going to say that with the mixed success, you definitely hurt him. I'm. You're probably not going to take his hand because he's yeah. still yep. got a pretty good chunk of health on him. <laughs> um, but he's definitely not... That, that certainly hurts him, and uh, does Taylor get damage? I don't remember for this. I don't remember if he's just sort of there or if we also have to roll for him or what that situation's like. He's basically like an NPC that's like just attached to me. Um, okay. So he only, he can take damage, but if he takes damage, then I take bond abuse. Right, okay. Uh, so I'll say then that he also, hmm, your okay. character's like married or something? Well, there, I'm a pararomantic. <laughs> she's so a pararomantic, so she's like attached what? to this NPC that yeah. like she can't really go without them. Hey, have you seen Twilight? Oh. If you've seen Twilight, then you know like Taylor Lautner's <laughs> character, um, Jacob and Renesme, how they like bonded, and it's like weird for people at some point in that fourth, you know, movie book. Oh yeah, the, the this is just like that. It? It's hey, imprinting. Her child that like becomes sixteen after like yes. a month, yes. and then like okay, gotcha. No, I'm of, how, how how are you doing, by the way, with all this great new news? <laughs> Colin, I am. Well, holding... no, this, is, this is all meta. That's Ooh. fine. Ooh. Colin, I'm doing <laughs> yeah. so good right now. I'm doing so good. Twilight is coming <laughs> That's good. back. I realize that that's completely out of out of character here and out of the moment, but you know, I realize we're talking about Twilight for a moment, so just want to you know get some quick little Caitlin Twilight news corner kind of going on. Colin, um, thank you. Glad, thank you. Yeah, glad to hear you're doing great. Um, okay, so yeah, so Zeke is definitely like not stoked that you just attempted to literally dehand him. Yeah. Um, and so we're back to Lucy. Lucy's the only person who hasn't really made a move here. Um, yeah. Lucy, what are you, you going to do? So I'm approaching the scuffle that's going on between uh, Jane and Hank. Uh, do I got a better image of that now? Or, like, can I see what they're fighting over? Is it getting ugly? Are they... Um, they're not necessarily fighting over anything. Um, oh. It's, it's kind of like... So basically, Jane is. Hmm. How do I say this? Like, 
Jane looks like she is in trouble, but at the same time, she looks pissed. Like, almost like a you know an animal that's trapped in a corner, you know? Um, is she foaming at the mouth? No, but she certainly is um, gnashing. Okay. Uh, she's, uh, she's kind of just... Like she's trying to bite Hank? A little bit, yeah. And Hank... Hank. Hank is uh, sort of keeping her at arm's length, but then also like kind of trying to like almost like put her in like a like a sleeper hold, but without getting his arm too close. So there's just a lot of like, you know, power struggle going on here. Okay. Okay. So this is more like you, you two, you're, you're tussling. Yeah, you're, we're you're tussling. throwing down. Yeah, we're throwing you're, down. You're doing some backyard. Okay. Then Lucy just comes up to it and just whatever wherever Jane is, it just clocks her right in the head. Uh, okay. Uh, well, kick some ass then for me. Yes, sir. Time for my rolls to catch up with me. All right, I rolled a seven. Uh, with a plus three, that's a ten. Okay. Um, so you either gain the advantage, you inflict terrible harm, suffer less harm, or force them where you want them. Okay. Uh. Before that, though, I'm going to precise strike just for the fun. Okay. So I'm doing another, another tough test. All right. And that was a four. Plus three so, is a seven. So what happens on a seven with plus uh, precise strike? I don't. I got to look that up. Okay, I inflict plus one harm. Okay, so then I'm dealing three harm. And you know what? I'm going to put her where I want her. As okay. in, I'm going to crack her over the head. And with that momentary, like, what just hit me days, I'm going to grab her by the collar, whatever shirt she's wearing, and kind of just, like, chuck her off. Of Hank. Okay. Um, so when you grab at her, based on that, I'm gonna say that you suffer. Uh, she actually kind of swipes at you as you try to grab her. Uh, okay. And uh, that causes three harm to you. Um, okay. Now you do have that armor, which does one or two. Uh, that that does one. Okay, so you've only suffered two harm total. Uh, but when she swipes at you, you know, that wait, wait, little meek the, and meager person Sorry, that with you, the fire, though, am I at four? Uh, yes. Yes. Um, so that hit just hit you pretty hard. Um, okay. Like, that was unexpected. You know? Um, and feels like it should have, it's done more damage than it should have. Almost as if it's something more powerful than you could have expected. Now, I just want to throw out there, uh, if this is anything to do with, like, weaknesses or whatever, um, my, uh, my body and divine weapons always count as weaknesses, so... I don't know if she's got some sort of, like, again, if, if, if I'm already put off by this, if, does she have some sort of, like, unholy or, like, special armor mm-hmm. that requires something specific to hurt her? Because if so, my uh, my fist should negate that. Um, 
weapons. My fists are holy weapons. Right. Basically. (laughs) She is, uh, yeah, she does have, there is kind of like an unholy aspect to that. So if if that's the case, then I guess total you'll you'll take one harm. Okay. Oh, okay. But it it certainly, I would say that you probably imagined you wouldn't take any harm from this. Yeah. uh, And even taking one harm... And probably knowing that that hit probably could have been much more dangerous if you weren't, uh, for lack of a better term, armored up. Uh, it could have been, you know, could have gone sideways very quick for you. Um, but she is now exactly where you want her to be. So how far away is she now? Uh, whatever. However, I chucked her. So it's like, whatever, a couple feet. Okay. It, it was, it's more just getting her off, Hank. Sure. Um, and so with that, everyone has made a move. Um, and, uh, most of these people are still on their feet and they are closing in around you all. Um, so let's hear one more time. What, 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 what do you guys do? What, what do you all do? Okay. So I, um, am looking a little hurt, uh, which means it is time to use one of my natural attacks, which is life drain, which means that uh, when I drain the spiritual essence from somebody, I also take um, one point of healing because I'm literally taking their life for myself. Um, So what I imagine is that the person that just attacked me, I would probably perhaps turn around to them and um, attempt to use that attack on them. Um, Okay. For an 11. Um, Nice. So how much health does that give you? Just one. So it takes one from them and gives it to me. Okay. Um, And so I guess basically like he, you know, I'm assuming he, the person attacked her um, and she kind of just turns around and like pounces on him very much cat-like and, you know, on his chest, holding him to the ground and, you know, does her life drain thing and then like backs back off and goes and takes up a defensive position again i think okay uh you gain one health uh okay. you gain one health back uh real quick can you roll uh to manipulate someone for me sure um da, 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 da. okay sorry i just had to check you're fine that was okay that was a 15 (laughs) okay uh so you definitely um the the person who initially shot you while you were doing this other like big attack right uh sees this and i mean just drops their weapon and hightails it out of there um (laughs) they do not want any part of that that was too much for them uh, and the person that you just life drained is uh, now unstable, and they are unable to continue to battle. Um, they are, uh, yeah. They, so they are, they are out. So we are down to, hang on, one, two, three, three forest fighters, not including Zeke or um, Brandon. Zeke or Brandon, correct. Um, and so that ends up being two on my side. And uh, and one on Noctis's side, and then Zeke is okay. sort of in the middle. Okay. Um, so Noctis or Doreen, uh, tell us what you're up to. Yeah. So Noctis turns towards the the forest fighter coming around the house who's still standing, and 
nine plus three again. Eleven kicks the mass, just goes to punch them with their red right hand. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. All right. Well, with that, uh, you can choose whatever effect you want here. Um, but tell me how it looks, uh, because that's like that's three damage, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so tell me mm-hmm. what this looks like when you punch them. Um, this little so I, I turn and swing my arm in like a right hook, punch them straight in the face with my red right hand. Uh, and it, does that grievously harm them at that? Or uh, well, let's 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 actually figure out: Is this going to inflict terrible harm, or will you suffer less harm with this move? Uh, um, inflict terrible harm. Uh, then yes, it definitely it's definitely enough to take them out. Um, and um, yeah, that that's enough to to take them down. Um, they are also. What's the word? For, what's the word that I said earlier? Uh, unstable. They are unstable. Unstable. Okay. Yeah. So it swings with a right hook and punch them. There's a flash of light as their red right hand makes contact with their face and they fall to the ground. Um. Doreen. Uh, yeah. I'm. Ooh. Okay. Hang on. Actually, Doreen, I'm gonna come back to you in just a second because okay. I we have someone for you. So Lucy. Um. Jane is uh, has you know been thrown a few feet off to the side, and Hank says, "Lucy, go help the others. I've got this under control." That's not what it looked like to me a minute ago. What what is going on with her? She's going berserk. Uh, well, I mean, if you really want to know, um, take this then, and he hands you. Okay, well, actually, no. You know what? I think this is a much more interesting thing to do. Let's. I would like to ask this group as a whole. Um, I think that we've sort of established that there's a lot of things that are, for lack of a better term, stereotypical within our world and, like, you know, what people believe to be true for, you know, monsters and cryptids. But in our universe, do all of the stereotypes of how to take out a vampire hold true or is there something uh different or is there anything like that's like oh it's close but all you got to do is get like a headshot in or something you know what what does it look like or how do we take out vampires in our universe so i don't think the garlic thing works yeah yeah that's just that's just like a whatever and it's like well of course it's just a dietary in the heart yeah i don't think necessarily specifically a wooden stake to the heart is what does it it's just kind of anything to the heart it's like Mm. it's gonna kill most things it's like come on and then is is silver for vampires too or is that just werewolves no silver's for vampires as well classically i mean silver was just considered pure Right. For anything that was unholy, burned in response to okay. it. So. I don't think we need to get crazy about the high tides and low tides or anything right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Stab that I heart. I don't know about whole- silver because personally, because if we were going to extend that to vampires, I feel like we would have to extend that to like everything because like in classical like folklore, silver kind of works against all... Right. I mean, yeah. we could Magical. we could well, keep so that to things that? that are like unholy, for lack of a better term. Okay. You know, if, if that's what you're kind of getting at. 
So like a chupacabra would not necessarily be considered right. unholy, but yeah. like, but like a vampire, a maybe demon. a werewolf, and a demon. Yeah, I yeah. feel that. Okay. So okay. like a couple of those sorts of things. I would only count a werewolf just because, again, that is kind of the the typical yeah line. Okay, I'd say daylight probably works. That's usually pretty universal in vampires. So, mm-hmm. or at the very least, it like negates their powers and makes them weaker. Makes them sparkle. Something along I mean, those lines. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. That makes them weaker. That makes them more appealing. Sparkle. <laughs> Can you burn them? Because fire usually works against vampires, too. But not always. Or yeah, like fire works them. against a lot of stuff. Or when you stab yeah. them. Yeah. When you yeah, stab fire them. works against me, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Once um, they're stabbed, do their bodies, could they recover from that? Or do you have to burn the bodies? Uh-oh. I Ooh. think if they're stabbed in the heart then no but if it's a situation where like they right. get immortally wounded elsewhere then right. you can burn them then maybe yeah okay. then you have to burn them sure. like if you knocked her out and you burned her then like yeah sure but like if you knocked her out and she stopped breathing and you just left her then like maybe she'd come back right sure yeah um okay so with that being said hank says um all right. Well, look, I I didn't really want to ruin something here with your nice new little friend here, but uh, well, tell you what, why don't you take that little sword there and just run it right through her stomach? Hank, you know I don't have friends. As she materializes her sword. <laughs> uh, okay, roll to kick some ass for me. <laughs> All right. So that's a two. Oh man. Plus that plus oh yeah, okay, so that's gonna be a five, huh? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh so tell me what it looks like when you go to run your sword through her and she just completely gets the better of you. Uh yeah. and uh and strikes you instead. I suppose maybe it plays out like Lucy just starts walking over and thinks it's gonna be easier than it actually is, where Jane kinda like whatever, twitches and then gets up and Whatever, gets gets the edge on Lucy, kind of catches her by surprise, and then, uh, I mean, what what does she do to me? Uh, she strikes you for uh, one harm. Okay. Um. Then maybe, I mean, do you want her to say anything or do anything or like, does she like? I mean, does she, have some she just like sort of cries back? out. She doesn't necessarily like say anything. Or maybe, uh, yeah, no, I don't think she really says much. I think she's not really in a place for talking right now you know okay maybe she like when she jumps up she like grabs my wrist that has my sword and then she like punches me in the gut and just kind of like does she have like some like weird like eyes going on or like any sort of like does she just kind of hiss or is she just completely gone or i think it's just like i think it's just like kind of like a guttural cry like a scream you know which i'm not gonna do because it's uh, that's just bad audio for me to just scream at the top of my lungs um insert a scream there do the banshee scream from mass effect yeah i've 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 used that for uh the witches in in your introductory arc because it's a good one (laughs) don't tell anyone uh but yeah so so yeah you hear that that scream or do um, the do the witch from uh left 4 dead oh okay yeah yeah so yeah yeah that's what you hear you hear you kind of hear that kind of cry and just that you get that gut punch that's not fun (laughs) was that you or lucy that said that Uh, yes that does not answer my question but okay um 
All right. Uh, okay, so that happens. Uh, and so that takes you entirely by surprise. Um, so now it's and, Doreen? Yeah, so Doreen, um, you are kind of like, you know, still looking at Zeke, who's kind of trying to now move away from you. Uh, and actually, real quick, before I say this, I gotta double check with the moves that I can make to make sure that what I'm about to do is actually what I'm allowed to do. I'm pretty sure it is, <laughs> but where is it? Monster moves. Here we go. Yes. Okay. Here. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you're getting ready to attack um, Zeke again when. Suddenly, there is a very loud crashing sound um, as Brandon, who, for whatever reason, had uh, gotten onto the roof of this burning building, um, comes crashing down directly next to you and in between you and Taylor uh, and appears suddenly and attacks with great force. Seizing both of you after you know giving landing a couple of blows or two on you. There's no harm from this, but he takes you by uh, complete surprise, and he uh, has his machete pointed down at you, and he has lifted Taylor up by his neck. No, and he's holding him up in the no. air, and he says, "Playtime is over, you little babies." No! Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.